one person will go down to the magistrate office and say, hey, he hit me, or hey, he uh, threatened to kill me, or, or something. And the magistrate on that, just those statements alone, will issue something called a, an emergency protective order. Now, that emergency protective order is usually good for two or three days. <clears throat> and, then, and then there's a, uh, something called the preliminary protective order that you can go down and request that's good for a couple of weeks. And all of these things are issued without you even getting the opportunity to go to court and say, hey, that's not true. That didn't happen. None of this is, is accurate. So these protective orders start getting issued against you off of just the statements of somebody else, usually your spouse. And when that happens, you lose your right to own or possess a firearm. When that protective order gets served on you, you have 24 hours to surrender your firearms to somebody else. And you don't have to give them to the government, but you've got to get rid of the guns. Mm. So if you find yourself in a domestic situation, you may find, uh, and you will find, that if a protective order is issued, you've now lost your right to own or possess a firearm. So, so at least for a couple of weeks. And then when you finally get to court, then the judge is going to hear the evidence, and he's going to hear whether he's going to make a decision or she's going to make a decision, whether she believes you as the respondent or the petitioner. If the uh, judge believes the petitioner, the judge is going to issue a uh, permanent protective order, and that can last in Virginia for up to two years. While a protective order is in place, you are prohibited from owning or possessing any firearms whatsoever. Now, that's a big deal, especially for the military guys around here that, that probably possess weapons as a result of their, uh, their employment uh, with the government. Uh, but you are prohibited under Virginia law from, uh, from owning or possessing uh, a firearm. So while you may be a military guy, and if you're on base, you're probably protected by the federal rules uh, about that. Uh, if, you're, you know, if you're in a, a convoy and you're on uh, Virginia, Virginia Highway and somehow you make contact with the police and you have a firearm on you, uh, you can be in, in big trouble. And so most of the time, the military will issue some, a military protective order mm. uh, in response to the civilian protective order, and then that, that messes your whole life up from being able to do your job. So, you know, if you're a police officer or you're in the military or you're an armed security guard or you ha carry a firearm incident to your employment, that protective order can really jeopardize not only your ability to own a pos possess a firearm, but your ability to make a living. So <clears throat> you have to be very careful about the, uh, the implications of a protective order. It's very common that a guy may come in to me and say, hey, I have this protective order hearing. I don't care about seeing her. I don't want to see her ever again. She can have a protective order. But then when I explain to them, well, you also are going to lose your right to own or possess a firearm in that process, Ooh, that's man. something they don't understand. And when mm -hmm. they understand that, now things have changed. Well, maybe I do want to fight this, you know, because I right. don't want to lose my gun rights sure. just because of this domestic situation. Now, I'm not in any way trying to belittle the situations where a protective order is truly warranted. Uh, I, there are bad things that happen every day in Virginia, and the process is there to protect the innocent person, the innocent spouse or the innocent family member from the aggressive um, spouse or the aggressive family member. That's fine. 
I'm not saying I'm not I'm not trying to say the whole thing is baloney, but they, but a lot of it is baloney, and a lot of it is a weapon because as soon as the protective order is issued, the guy gets kicked out of the house. Right. The woman wow. gets emergency uh, emergency custody of the of the children, uh, and you know it's this weapon that people use against each other, and it's very effective and it's very quick. And because it's so, it's such a powerful weapon, it is abused. And when it is abused, you have to get uh, your, your attorney involved. You have to respond. You have to fight. Because getting that issued against you is a devastating thing to your Second Amendment rights. I can only imagine. Wow. You know, and, and you said, and thank you very much for being tactful about that, is the goal is to protect those who are uh, feeling that they are going to be a, a victim or possibly harmed. But the individual who may incidentally uh, rub up against someone or say something out of anger and fit, and you're a gun owner, it's gray area now. All of a sudden, it's serious business. Yeah. And, and so, so we talked about the domestic side of it. <clears throat> you can get protective orders uh, against strangers, you know, against an individual. So you can get a, a protective order against your neighbor. Mm -hmm. So if your neighbor and your yeah, you can get a protective yeah, yeah. order against yeah. them. Uh, if you know, if if there's a situation where Maybe there's uh, you have a child in common with somebody, and their boyfriend is threatening you because that's just how sometimes people respond right, to each right. other. You can get a protective order against them. So protective orders can be issued across the board, not just against spouses and domestic partners, but against uh, uh, strangers or, or people that aren't connected. And the same implications apply. You wow. can't own or possess a firearm during that time. Hmm. Very, very uh, serious business. Now, the good news is, Excuse me. The good news is, is that if you get a protective order issued against you and you lose your right to own or possess a firearm, the minute that protective order expires, your right to re to possess is restored. So there's nothing you have to do okay. to go through to get those rights back. So if it's a six-month protective order, and you know, in tomorrow is the sixth month, and that protective order expires you're allowed to own and possess a firearm as soon as that protective order expires. All right. 800-1000. 800-1000. Text your questions to Attorney Tim Anderson. He'll be there to answer any questions immediately and uh, follow through with the process. 800-1000. 800-1000. This is the Anderson Law Power Hour with Attorney Tim Anderson. I'm Mark Rollison. Glad to be along with you here on Power 1310, the best talk and timeless soul. The program you're listening to is on Saturday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. However, Attorney Tim Anderson and his staff are available 24-7, 24-7. So there's no reason if you have any questions not to talk with them and be able to get the process started. 800-1000, 800-1000. You gave us some time factors there. Thanks for that one. And uh, you said that after that protective order expires or it ends, that's when your rights are immediately restored. You don't have to do anything after that. And also, you talked about the, the uh, convicted felon and mental illness. What a, what a thorough show. Very, very important, very helpful for us to learn this. Now, what's the next thing you'd like to cover here on the Tim Anderson Law Power Hour? So, last couple minutes, this is, uh, this is for totally off the subject of uh, restoration of rights, but it is gun-related. Uh, it's about uh, the bump stock issue. Uh, oh, yeah. I, you know, I, I want to tell my friends that are listening to, to this, and many of them have, have uh, taken this tongue-in-cheek. President Trump ordered bump stocks illegal. So what a bump stock is, is it is a mechanism that goes on a rifle 
and when you pull the trigger, the recoil of the gun, when the gun collapses into your shoulder, that there's a mechanism in that, so when that, your shoulder makes contact with the stock of the gun, and it, and it contacts, it creates another round to be shot. <laughs> so essentially your shoulder and your finger are both acting like a trigger. So when you pull the trigger, the bullet goes out, and then when the gun recoils, your shoulder causes another bullet to go out. So it causes this rapid-fire <laughs> situation. So in, that, in this situation where uh, this was most commonly demonstrated in the Vegas shooting where the guy was yeah. in the 37th floor and he was shooting down, you're basically taking a AR-15 or an AK-47, a, a, a long you know, assault rifle, uh, assault type of rifle to turn into from a single shot to a rapid fire. Now it's not a machine gun, but it shoots much faster in that cycle. So this guy in Vegas shot down and all these people at that country music festival and, and caused all kinds of chaos. And so <clears throat> President Trump ordered the ATF to change the regulations. And so the ATF did, and the ATF in 20, end of 2018 said, hey, you are, we're going to make these devices illegal, which they were completely legal to own and buy uh, until this point. And the deadline to that is March 26th. Today is March 20, what, 3rd? 3rd, yep. So in three days, they're illegal. Now, there's all kinds of lawsuits that have been filed, but those lawsuits are failing. Um, they are not being, there is not this national injunction that we see when President Trump does some kind of border thing, you know, and a judge mm -hmm. prohibits him from doing that. The, the gun lobby has tried to file these lawsuits seeking these injunctions. No judge has issued the injunctions as of now. And it is a felony to possess them after the deadline. So my friends that have listened say, I'm not going to give mine up. I'm not going to do it. Wow. You know, that's, you know, that's, it's mine. They, the government can't take my property. I agree with all of those legal arguments except to say you can't risk being convicted of a felony uh, for possessing this type of a mechanism. So gotcha. if you yeah. have them, you need to destroy them. Uh, and the way you do that is uh, you, you take them off and you take a saw and you cut them in half and you take a picture of it and you throw it in the trash. That way there, the, if the ATF ever comes and asks what you did with it, you have proof that you destroyed it. You've got to get rid of it. Don't just take it off your gun and store it in the closet because possessing the bump stock will become a felony later this month. And you uh, do not want to find yourself uh, in that position. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right, that's true. 800-1000. 800-1000. This is Attorney Tim Anderson giving you the scoop, the straight, straight to the letter law on what it will be after the 26th, you said, I believe. 800-1000. Ask any questions about uh, gun rights, concealed weapons, and uh, concealed carry, and getting your gun rights restored. 800-1000. 800-1000. Anderson Law, Power Hour here on Power 1310, the best talk and timeless soul. Catch the broadcast every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. With social media today, I tell you, so things can go viral, or you can just share some very important information with someone, and this is the best way you can do it. But equally important, talk with Attorney Tim Anderson and his staff immediately. There's someone there 24-7, 800-1000, Thanks for clarifying and adding to our knowledge with regards to the domestic situation, convicted felon, and mental illness. And uh, the time parameters there, you say the judge will determine immediately uh, if, uh, depending upon what will happen in each case, uh, 
You're more articulate than I am yeah, with that. Time. Yeah, yeah. The day we go to court, judge is going to say yes or no if you're going to get your gun rights back. And so if, if he does, we have an order. We send that order off to the state police, and you can walk right into uh, our gun shop and, and purchase a firearm right there that same day. Uh, so it, it's a very quick turnaround if the judge gives you that gives you that green light. All right. 800-1000. 800-1000. Anderson Law Power Hour. As I mentioned, it's Saturday mornings, 9 to 10 a.m. here on Power 1310. The timeless best talk and timeless soul. Best talk and timeless soul. Any questions, again, I just make sure you get that phone number in your hearing, so to speak. 800-1000. Attorney Tim Anderson, 800-1000. Make sure you call with any questions. Text those questions also. And if you have, by chance, want to stop by and visit, the office is here in Virginia Beach, 2492 North Landing Road, Suite 104 in Virginia Beach. Satellite offices are in Chesapeake, Hampton, and Elizabeth City. Time flies when you're having fun and learning a lot. Only three more more minutes to go. I think we're going to make sure we get those spots in there so folks can learn more about you, all right? Uh, the, the Anderson Law Power Hour here, as you've been listening to on Power 1310. The views expressed in this broadcast are solely those of participants of the show and do not necessarily reflect the views held by Max Media or its affiliates. This broadcast is hosted by Attorney Tim Anderson. Now, results in any legal case are never guaranteed, and previous results are no indication of future results. Participating in this show is for informational purposes only. There is no attorney-client relationship or privilege to any caller who participates. Now, by calling or texting your questions, you acknowledge that your voice or information or question may be used as part of the broadcast. Advice given by Attorney Anderson on this broadcast is not a replacement to consulting with an attorney directly about your case. As I mentioned, Anderson Law is a law firm located at 2492 North Landing Road, Suite 104 in Virginia Beach. Satellite offices, Chesapeake, Hampton, and Elizabeth City. Remote offices in Richmond and Vienna. 800-1000. 800-1000. Attorney Tim Anderson. Thank you, sir. As always, always enjoy talking with you. Did you hear that Jessica took a concealed carry class last month? I did. She told me that she just got her concealed weapons permit in the mail a couple of days ago. She said Tim Anderson made the class fun, and she learned a lot about firearm safety and the law. Tim Anderson? Isn't he the bankruptcy attorney? Yeah, he is, but he's also an NRA-certified pistol instructor and owns that gun shop. Defensive tactics? He can help with all sorts of Second Amendment issues, such as firearm restoration for nonviolent felons, and he teaches concealed carry firearm safety courses every month. We should sign up for his next class. I think it'd be great to learn from someone who can really explain the law to us and teach us firearm safety. His Facebook reviews are excellent. Everyone says the class is fun and they learn a lot. I'm in. Defensive tactics of Virginia. 